Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey, hey, how's it going? I am back from Tennessee. I'm curious if it's going to sound like my accent is back in full force or if I lost it a little bit on the plane ride home. I'm guessing it's still there a little bit. I'm excited to talk to you today about a few things that I did over the break. Uh, When I say break, it's kind of funny. So my sweet friends across the pond. Oh, oh, there was the accent. Did you hear it? My sweet friend, my, my, is that, how do you spell that? My sweet friends. So my sweet friends, we're just going to go with it. Across the pond would call it a holiday. We went on holiday. We call it a vacation. But the funny thing is when I go back to Tennessee, it is rare that I rest and I'm not working on a project. My mom is always like, Paige, you're going to regret coming home because you always end up doing something when you get here. But we had a little heart to heart and I was like, no, you don't understand. I thrive on this. I love this. It makes me so happy. Also makes me happy to help you if there's something that you're wanting to happen um, in your home, in your space. And I'm so grateful that she's always just like, do your thing. Here's the credit card. (laughs) That's always nice when you're, you know, 40 something years old and your parents are still like, here's the credit card, honey. But um, I spend it usually at the container store or at the paint store. That's what we're going to be talking about a little bit today about when and what to paint. So I'll I'll get to that in a second. But I just want to say that I'm really excited because these next few episodes that I'm going to be talking to you about are some of the fun things that I did in Tennessee. I'm a little distracted (laughs) 
<laughs> by what I have on right now. I didn't realize what I did. It's very apropos getting off of that Tennessee flight and flying back into California. I have on a Bass Pro Shops hat, which I feel like my brother Parker would be super proud of. And I also have on a t-shirt that says avocado holic, avocado, avocado holic. Yeah. I'm looking at it and it's a real look. I've got my uh, headphones on over my hat. So let's just hope this episode never makes it to YouTube. However, if you are interested in checking out some of the other episodes I've done, there are YouTube videos. If you want to head over to Mom's Organization Motivation over on YouTube, I would love for you to hit subscribe. And for a while there, I was doing episodes every week, every Thursday. Now we're doing a third Thursday video. So the third Thursday of every month, I have another video. It was just, you know, like sometimes we have to know our limits and I needed to pump the brakes a little bit because it was a lot of content that I was putting out with the podcast and that, and then with the book launch and everything, by the way, I just want to say thank you again so much for checking out the book. I was super excited to see some sweet friends and family in Tennessee who were kind enough to say, you're here. Will you sign my book? And that just made me so happy. So thank you. If you were one of those family members or friends, I appreciate you so much. So back to what we are going to talk about today, which is the first thing that was on my to-do list. Well, no, that's not true. I'm going to get to dad's closet on one of these episodes. That was the first thing because bless him. He had a lot of things hanging on an old rack that was mounted many years ago. Uh, My parents have been in the house for 22 plus years, I think. And obviously that was mounted way, way before that. So probably the early nineties. And so that just, it couldn't hold up anymore and it totally crashed. So I'll tell you soon more about what I did with dad's closet. That was actually number one. Number two, I have been dying to get my hands on this three drawer dresser that is in my parents' sunroom. And I'm going to be telling you on a future episode, a little bit more about what we did in the sunroom. Uh, but I want to tell you specifically about how I used paint to work on this one particular item. And again, I want to talk about when it's a good idea to repaint something, when it's a good idea to just maybe get something new, when it's a good idea to paint something for the first time, maybe it's never been painted. And also just like, what, what are some of the things that you can paint? Because I think you probably know that it is super cool to live as sustainably as possible. If you've got a great piece of furniture, for example, we'll talk about that now, that maybe needs a little facelift, fresh coat of paint can do wonders. And that is exactly what my parents' sunroom dresser drawers needed. Now you might be thinking, why is there a dresser of drawers in the sunroom? We'll get to that later with the sunroom episode that is coming. But what I will tell you about is the paint. And if you follow me on Instagram over at everything with style mom, you may have seen my most recent reel that I released. That's that one that says they're going to know. How will they know? They're going to know. 
but how will they know? Whatever that is. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Okay. It was probably, probably popular on TikTok at first and then came over to Instagram as, as it is, by the way, are you guys on TikTok? I have been told by numerous people, including my daughter who does not have a social media account that I need to be on TikTok because I do a lot of these reels. And she's like, mom, you need to be doing the TikTok thing. So I would love to know if you guys are on TikTok. Is that something that you would like for me to do? Do you want me to come up with videos and put those on TikTok? You let me know if there are certain things that you would like me to do videos on like organization related or mom life related. Cause you know, obviously I'm here for that stuff too. Please let me know. I would love to do that. So this particular post, this particular reel came from me not being able to a hundred percent get this item painted right away before our family reunion. I am honestly still sore from this family reunion kickball game. Uh, we are all not so secretly super competitive. There's a couple of us who have chilled out over the years, but I don't know. You just, you put me in a kickball game and I'm here for it. So um, I hadn't played kickball in years. Uh, there was a, but like a family reunion moment that I had missed a couple of years back and they did a kickball game and I was super jealous. And so I was really excited to be a part of it this year. My brother and cousin did some amazing jobs, a sweet tribute to uh, our sweet grandmommy and did these cool t-shirts. So we all had very cool matching t-shirts and tank tops for this kickball game. I'm still sore as we speak. And so I was like, oh my gosh, everyone is going to be coming soon, but I really want to have the sunroom and the backyard. That's another episode coming. I'm super excited to talk to you about that as well, but I really wanted to have everything done because I knew we were going to be doing lots of different things in those two spaces with the family reunion that was going to take place over four days. And I had a very short amount of time to get it done before everybody arrived. So I went to good old Sherwin-Williams. I'm actually a contractor there. So I was like, oh, I'll go there. They have great paint. They have some of my favorite colors. I've already done lots of painting jobs in my parents' house. If you haven't seen on YouTube, some of the before and after videos that I posted of my parents upstairs that they so kindly let me completely redo top to bottom. I had so much fun doing that a few years ago. That was like pre-pandemic stuff. So then when COVID hit and we went to Tennessee for a couple of months, I was so grateful that I had worked on that space and gotten that all done because it was just, I mean, honestly, it was like luxurious to have that whole upstairs done. So we took a color that I had used on their walls before. You'll see it in those videos. It was called repose gray. And I had them at Sherwin Williams put that paint into an enamel or that color rather into an enamel paint because this particular chest of drawers. It's three drawers. It almost felt metallic. It didn't feel wooden. And so I was unsure of exactly what this particular surface was that I was going to be painting. My mom had actually painted it this pop of color that she wanted lime green. Okay. A chartreuse moment for sure. And she had done that because many years ago she had a swim school. And so she had lots of awesome neighborhood kids and my brothers helped with lifeguarding and teaching the swim lessons as well in the backyard. And so she wanted to have this fun color in the sunroom. The parents would watch from inside the sunroom if it was too hot. Uh, that was before we got this 
epic pergola that's built out there now that has made it such an incredible spot to hang out. Um, and so everybody would hang in the sunroom and she wanted it to be like bright and fun and lively. And so she painted it this lime green. Well, they are no longer teaching swim lessons and it really needed an update. A lot of the rooms in her home we've redone with paint. And so I just thought it's time for us to update this as well. Let's level up a little bit. Let's make it look a little bit nicer. And so that was the first thing we did. So I mentioned we did enamel paint. And the reason is because when you are not wanting to sand something down, when you are not wanting to What's that word? Seal it. There it was. I lost it for a second. See, here's what I want you to know. I am not an expert painter. So if it is a big job, I will call in my contractor to actually have him do it or professional painters. But these little jobs like this, these are perfect if you are a DIYer and you want to get in there and just like refresh something quickly. And maybe you don't want to have to go through all of the steps, right? So that's what I really wanted to mention today on this episode is not feeling like you have to do things perfectly. Now, look, this is coming from a recovering perfectionist. So I get if you are a perfectionist, if you want to do something really well, I get that that's really important to you. And you want to make sure maybe if it is a painting job that you're either hiring a professional, I am all for asking for help. If you don't want to do it yourself, no problem. But if you do decide that you're going to refresh something and you want to do it maybe inexpensively, maybe you want to do it quickly, like me, for example, <laughs> I wanted to quickly get the front most exposed part of this three drawer unit I wanted to get it repainted. And so I just left the back of it, this chartreuse neon green, crazy wild color on the back because who's going to know? I don't know. Now everybody on the internet's going to know and everyone listening to this is going to know, but it's okay. And I will tell you halfway through the first day of the family reunion, because I had posted that my brother got in there and thought it would be oh so hilarious to turn the drawers around and expose the lime green on the back. Thanks, brother. Appreciate that. Well, here's the deal. This is a great thing that you can do. You can do chalk paint. I have used chalk paint in the past to paint different things. One of the things that I did, and I've talked about this on an episode prior to this, when I talked about redoing the nursery for the grandparents in the grandparents' house, the nursery for all of our grandkids, that was something that I used chalk paint for. That's another very forgiving paint. So like I said, I picked the enamel paint for this. A chalk paint is super forgiving. If you, you know, have something that's like a funky texture. I took an old file cabinet and I painted over it and the hardware was in there so tightly. I honestly just painted right over the hardware. I know that might sound crazy, but the deal is it didn't look good to begin with. It was a piece of furniture that was about to get donated or honestly set by the garbage cans to be tossed. And I thought, you know what, let's use this piece of furniture, even if it's temporary, but now all these years later, it's still going strong. And it looks like I just painted it yesterday, painted over it with this gray chalk paint. And I stuck a changing pad on top of it. And it became a changing table in that grandparents nursery for the grandkids. So that worked out perfectly. So those are definitely some things that you don't have to go overboard. If you want to save a penny and not really do all of the the sanding with your time and effort and energy, but then also having to like prime things and then paint things and then doing the sealer. Some things you can get away with not having to do that. So I highly recommend looking at things on YouTube if you're wanting to paint and see how they recommend doing this. But I have to tell you, if I had not 
done these two particular items. If I had not done that file cabinet, turned it into that, it would be all these years later that we would still wish maybe we had a changing table in there, or maybe the ugly one would have gone in there, that old, what color was it even? Mom, I know you're listening. What color was it? I think it was like a light wood or something, but this old file cabinet and it just, you know, it wasn't going to bring anything in that color to the space and having it be that neutral gray for boys, girls, all the different grandbabies that were going to be coming along. It just made a lot of sense. It was the same thing I wanted to do with this storage unit, the drawers in the sunroom. I wanted to just say goodbye to that lime green that just was not the thing anymore, do it in a neutral gray. And I didn't have time to sand it down, to prime it, to paint it, to do a sealer. And so that made the most sense for me. So if you're looking at something and you're thinking, what am I going to do with this to revive it, to make it better? I don't want to spend a lot. I don't want to spend a lot of my time on it either. That is absolutely something you can do with either the chalk paint or you can do with the enamel paint, but don't get in your head about it too much. doesn't have to be perfect. Just get it done, especially if you've got an old piece of furniture that's on its way to the trash. You might need to like tighten up some screws or pop a couple nails in there. I'm actually reminded as I say this of this piece that I got from... I think maybe like TJ Maxx or like home goods. Oh, I think I got it from home goods when I was doing all the upstairs in my parents' room years ago. It was not the right color. It had been marked down multiple times. It was just this little shelving unit, it had three little shelves on it, and it was this wooden piece. It wasn't the right color. It was really rickety. And I took it up to the counter and I said, I know this has been marked down, but this thing is on its last leg. Is there any way you could give me an additional discount? They ended up after it had already been marked down. They gave me an additional like 10 or 15% off. Okay, great. Whatever that, maybe that's just tax, but great. We'll take it. So don't discount something um, completely. What I did is the guy who was helping us with some of the renovation type stuff that we were working on in their upstairs years ago, I asked him, can we drive some nails in here to make this more secure? So it's not rickety. He did that, took him two seconds. And then again, I just repainted it. And I did it with that same chalk paint that I actually did in the nursery. So it was perfect. I didn't sand anything. I didn't even wipe it down. I mean, maybe I wiped it down, you know, places like that can get a little dusty sometimes. Maybe I did it like a quick little, you know, damp paper towel sort of moment, but don't let something that's bothering you in your house be such a big to do and you keep putting it off and then you keep hating that piece of furniture or it keeps annoying you because you feel like it's going to be quite the undertaking because ask yourself is it better to be super annoyed and frustrated by this piece that you feel like doesn't work for you anymore or is it better to take a chance and give it your best effort doesn't have to be perfect and then potentially start loving that piece. And then listen, if you hate it, even after that, you can repaint it. Maybe you can ask somebody else to do it, or you can just get rid of it. That's you're in a better place having tried something and not let it become such a huge big deal. So I was there in the moment. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to take too much time. I'm going to slap this paint on. I'm telling you elevated the entire sunroom because there was no longer this big, huge piece of furniture that was lime green in there anymore. So stay tuned for more details about some things, easy things that were done in the sunroom to update it. Okay. Next thing I want you to consider if you've got something that is bugging you and you don't know what to do with it, 
maybe look on Pinterest, maybe look on YouTube, get some ideas, type in something that you're wanting in your space, and then go back and look in your house and be like, can I make that work with a piece of furniture that maybe I don't love in here? Case in point, I went to visit uh, my dear friend when I was in Tennessee, and she was telling me as we were walking through her house, she has her big mama. If you've heard me talk about grandmommy on past episodes who I loved so, so much. My grandmommy, she passed away. This is like her grandmommy, her big mama, big mama had lots of pieces in her home that she wanted to keep that reminded her of big mama. But at the same time, when you're looking at those antiques, sometimes they definitely need a little upgrade. And one of the things that I saw that she put in her daughter's room was this sweet little nightstand. It was a little uh, side table that was kind of just like a nothing piece, but it reminded her of big mama. So if you've got something that's important to you that you want to keep around because somebody had it in their home and that was a meaningful piece, and you're trying to figure out how to make it work in your home again, paint, paint can go really far. So she actually shared with me that that thing has not only been painted once it's been painted multiple times. It not only now lives in her daughter's room, which is really special, but it has lived in multiple different rooms, multiple different homes, multiple different states in her life over the years. So she's got this sweet moment that she can look at that and be like, oh, that was in big mama's house. I love it. And then each time she moves it around and she repaints it, it gives it new life. And I can't help but think that you know, big mama's looking down and she's loving every second of that. So if that is something that you're considering doing and you don't know what piece to put in a certain place, I really love going to Pinterest and just typing in some different ideas and you will see some inspiration on that note. And I totally wasn't planning to go here. We're even talking about getting some, possibly some turf in our front yard. And so I just hopped on today because I don't know anything about turf. And I just started Googling and just looking at what people do with their front yard and and how they've used turf and, and how they can like bring their front yard or any part of their yard to life using turf. And so I immediately got some great ideas. So that is definitely something that you can be looking at. If, if you're like, ah, oh, have this piece of furniture, or I really want to breathe new life into my home. And I don't know what to do. Type in repaint, um, paint, type in updates to your home with paint any of those things and just see what people have done. Do not be afraid to repaint chairs, tables, anything that is a funky surface. Again, just go to your paint store and say, I want to paint this material. What is the best type of paint to use? So if you're talking about walls, I'm not going to harp on this. I'm just going to tell you right now, a fresh coat of paint is a great idea for your walls. One of the things that I wanted to say in this episode is not just what to paint, but when to paint. So a lot of times, if you think about when people move in and out, if you were ever a renter, if you are a renter, if you are a person who rents a space, a lot of times when you get a new tenant, you automatically repaint. Why? Because wear and tear. You get some dings, you get some dents, you get some scratches. So do a really good look in your space and think, when was the last time I painted? Even if you really love the color that you've chosen, do you need a little refresh? Or maybe you just need some touch-ups because you found some spots that are not so great. I will tell you that maybe what you just need to do is invest in some 
Clorox bleach wipes or some, maybe you don't want them to be that harsh, but I will tell you, I will go over with some bleach wipes sometimes, especially because I tend to paint things really neutral and a lot of white. And suddenly all those little smudges and, you know, especially if you've got kids, you know, you can get little, little dings and scratches and that kind of stuff. Sometimes you can simply use a wipe, wipe over it. And suddenly it looks like the paint looks amazing again. So start with that. Definitely start with that. If you do have little babies, don't even worry about the Clorox bleach wipes. You probably got baby wipes really close nearby because those just go everywhere with you. So start with that and see if you can kind of bring that, that paint, same thing with furniture too, back to life. If you just do like a good little scrub down, if you still need a little bit more, do a touch up. Oftentimes you can pull just a little chip off of the paint and you can take that in and they're very good at paint stores matching it really closely. So that is a great way to do that. That's a good time to know if now's the time because you just want to brighten it up a little bit, but stick with that same paint. You can just take in a little chip and they can a lot of times paint that. So let's see, what else do we need to talk about? Obviously walls and furniture, those are going to be go-tos, but I have seen people repaint, um, fabric chairs just to have it be uh, a different color. Like if you're doing like an outside moment or something, I have actually seen people take roller brushes and go over outdoor pillows. So, you know, do what you got to do. If you're about to throw that out, who knows, maybe you want to do that. If it's just a decorative thing and you're not necessarily leaning on it, try it. What about planters? One of the things that I'll talk to you about is uh, planting some beautiful flowers in my parents' backyard. When I tell you a little bit more about that and they have these old concrete planters and those might need uh, an upgrade and potentially a paint job on those. I didn't do it this time, but maybe you've got some outdoor planters that could really use a nice paint job. I will tell you in my backyard, I've definitely got a couple of those. There were some large, heavy pots that the homeowners before us did not take with them. Some of them are kind of cracked, but they also look really cool. And so I was thinking that I might take like a little sponge paint moment or a little roller or something brush out there and just see what I can do. Again, it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't always have to know what you're doing. Just if you're not loving it, why not try? So you can definitely find other things that you're not really loving and put some paint on them. As I'm talking to you right now, I'm actually looking back behind me. I'm seeing the mantle. I know this mantle. I did a mantle downstairs for our fireplaces. Those just looked really dingy over the years. I think with some smoke and stuff coming out of it, it really just wasn't looking bright, white and clean anymore. And so that was a very quick thing. I didn't do that myself. I had my contractor do it, but just to touch it up a little bit. Wow. Made the whole entire fireplace look amazing. So that's kind of something that maybe you wouldn't think of to have like a little update, a little fresh coat of paint. Maybe that wouldn't occur to you. That is definitely something that made a huge difference, both in my bedroom and downstairs in our living room as well. A friendly reminder that my book is now available on Kindle and paperback over on Amazon. So if you haven't gotten it yet, or you have, and you'd like to get more, head over to Amazon and search for I've Got You Girlfriend, Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. You can also find a direct link over on my website at everythingwithstyle.com. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show. So 
So because they are focal points, you also want to take a look at, do you have like the old brass look around your fireplace? We did. My parents still do. I'm working on them. Okay. We're going to be doing that. I know that's, I know that's coming. Mom, you're listening. We got to figure out what to do with the mantle fireplace, you know, old brass look. I actually had my contractor come in and he did some black. Now I do want to say this. You have to make sure if you're painting anything in your fireplace, if you're painting like an old grill, um, anything like that, you want to make sure that you get the kind of paint that will withstand high heat. So again, consult someone at a paint store or a hardware store so they can tell you which paint that you want to make sure that you're using for the surface. But I had him come in and he sprayed, he like popped out of the little metal grate is thing down at the bottom, popped that out, gave that a fresh coat of black spray paint around the edges where it was brass. He made that all black and it just elevated the look of both of my fireplaces. I cannot tell you how great they look. It was a really simple fix. Looks like we got brand new fireplaces. So absolutely consider that if you've got some old brass, something from the seventies, eighties, nineties, don't be afraid to tackle that with some paint as well. Another thing that he did is he painted some brass looking door handles for my front door. I had him spray paint that black because it was chipping, peeling, didn't look great. I didn't want to drop two to $300 to do a new door handle. I wanted to just use what we already had. Spray paint was only a few bucks. He did that easy peasy moving on. Is it perfect? We can go back if we want to spray paint over it again, or eventually when we do decide that we want to invest in a nicer door handle hardware for our door, we can do that. But in the meantime, I'm loving it so much more now. And I hated it before it looked really dated, really bad. So loving it so much more now. Also, I did a lot of changing out of hardware whenever we got here. And so on the door to our garage, I did a change of the hardware and I did everything silver. And so down at the bottom on the threshold, I actually had him paint those as well. So for our main door, when he did the black door handle, I had him do that shiny brass, yellowish gold threshold. I had him spray paint that black as well. It looks awesome. And then in my garage where I did the silver door handle, I had him paint that silver. So these are just little things that it really transforms, transforms the whole door. It's amazing how great the doors look now, just having swapped out that hardware with a little paint. So that is definitely a money saver. That was easy for him to do. And whenever we are ready to update it and get brand new stuff, we'll do that. But I wasn't ready to do it when we first moved in because we wanted to allocate that money for other things. So definitely consider that when you're deciding, do I want to invest in buying something new or do I just want to try a fresh coat of paint? Now, I will tell you when we're talking about unlikely things that I got a bit of inspiration from this movie, Safe Haven. It's one of those Nicholas Sparks movies. I love it. Sweet Julianne Huff is in that. Love her. She's so cute. And she actually painted a floor in this country house. There's this scene where she goes in and this cute little girl is there and she's getting a paint swatch from her. And she asked the little girl, you know, what, what can I do? I want to brighten up my kitchen and the floor doesn't look so pretty. I'm thinking of painting it. And she's like, your floor, you're going to paint your floor. And she's like, yeah, I think that's what I want to do. Right. She was on a budget. She's escaping this scary guy. I'm not going to give it away, but it's a great movie. You got to watch. 
trip. So she was on a budget, shoestring budget, and decides I'm going to paint the floor. And she asked the little girl, what color should I do? And she's like, well, if you want to brighten it up and make it happy, you should go with yellow. So she totally repainted the floors in her kitchen yellow. And it was really, really cute. Highly recommend the movie. If you need to paint your floors, live your life, try it. If you hate them, what's the harm, right? So just, just try it again, consult the person at the paint store and say, look, I'm thinking about painting my floor. What do you think? I have a friend who posted a while back, this really cute way to frame out a little desk space in her bedroom. So she had her main bedroom and she was working from home. This was even pre-pandemic. She was so smart to do this. And she had this cute little desk that sat against the wall, very little narrow desk. And she took some paint and she took a, like a um, painter's tape and she did a, a square over it up on the wall and then took the painter's tape down along the wall and then pulled the painter's tape out in this cute little square that framed out this desk out on the floor. And she had this cute little office moment. I loved it. I thought it was so creative, so cool. I can totally see you doing something fun like that for a kid's room or like a playroom or like a homework station just for a fun little pop of color. And again, it's paint. You can always go back and repaint that. So if you're painting floors, try it. Why not? You got, by the way, if you're going to do this, you got to do before and afters. I got to see this stuff. I love the inspiration as well. And also check that movie out. There's just, you know, side note, there's an incredible kissing scene. I'm just here to tell you there's like this tree moment. They're hiding behind a tree and there's a kiss and it's just amazing. So I don't know, maybe it was the floors that just like got her really excited. Anyway, love that. Okay. Moving on. So I have a dining room table that I have had for years. We actually bought this from friends of ours many, many years ago. It's a big, huge, dark black table. It's got a big bench on one side, and then it has three black wooden chairs that are supposed to sit on the other side. And then I always had dreams of getting two really cool upholstered chairs to sit on the big ends. So I haven't done that. I've been putting it off because again, when to do this, when to get something new. Well, I've just decided I don't want to allocate a whole lot of money to go toward dining room chairs and tables. And we're in this new house now. And this heavy black table just really is not working in this space. Uh, when my mom was in town, not that long ago, when we first moved in, she got us this really cute for my birthday, this really cute, I just call it the bar. It's not a bar, but gosh, like a it's like a console table, but has the glass. It's four different doors in front, has glass fronts. It has shelving that's adjustable in it. So cool. We have little wine wraps in there. We have different spaces uh, with, you know, cute baskets for some little bar type tchotchkes and things that you might need. And then we have it styled with some, I say we, it's all me. My husband doesn't care. I put some cute little books in there, you know, made it look really nice. And then we have some different alcohol beverages. Why do I sound like I'm like 19 and I don't know what I'm talking about, about alcohol, these alcoholic beverages. No, there's like, you know, liquor bottles. There's these different types and I have them on different shelves and it just looks really cool. And it's this cool gray wooden piece of furniture and it's beautiful and it's totally not getting its lovely moment because of this big hunking black dining room chair and table. So I've just decided I got this stuff and I, I haven't done it yet. So I'll let you know how it goes, but from a company called at home, I totally ended up getting it because I saw it in an Instagram ad. So thank you very much. 
<laughs> for um, my friends who were chatting with me while clearly in my Instagram app was open because suddenly all of these new paints for multi-surfaces started coming up in ads in Instagram and I found it and it talks so much about if you don't want to have to sand down your furniture, if you don't want to have to prime it and then seal it, this is a great paint. So it's from this company called at home and they just have this paint that looks like it's going to be super easy. And I feel a lot more comfortable now and confident about going ahead and trying to paint this on my own after I, you know, got my feet wet a little bit. It had been years since I painted anything, but after doing that in the sunroom for my parents, I was like, you know what? I'm ready. When I go back home, I, I ordered that paint. I'm totally going to do that. So I'll keep you posted and let you know how that goes. I think I'm going to start right now. It's got two leaves that go on the table to make it bigger. So I think what I'm going to do is just paint the top of the table and the leaves at first see how I like it because it could be one of those things where I do a two-tone where maybe down on the bottom, it's still like the darker, heavier legs, but it's lighter and brighter on top, but then I might love it so much. I might just paint the whole dang thing. So we'll see, that's going to be a summer project for me. So I'll keep you posted, but again, just don't be scared of it. If you're trying to decide when and what to paint, don't be scared of it. If you're considering a piece that you just don't love anymore and you want to get something new, what's the harm in just trying to give it a little facelift with a fresh coat of paint? So those are just some ideas of things that you can paint and when is a good idea to paint. Uh, if you're driving along, I was watching my guilty pleasure. I was watching Real Housewives the other day and she was talking about how growing up and, you know, they like have money and they can buy new things on a whim. But she said that her mom was her mom or her grandma, one of the two, it, she would be so embarrassed because they would drive along the road and the grandma or mom, whoever would hop out and be like, Oh my gosh, this chair that's like totally broken down and needs reupholstering and, you know, repainting and all that. It was just like broken on the side of the road and, you know, one man's trash, hello, turned it into a treasure. And, you know, she would eat her words because she'd be like, you know what, grandma, it's beautiful. You did a great job. So don't discount things that other people are tossing to. You might find something incredible. You might find awesome antiques you want to bring in your home. Maybe you don't even need to repaint it. Maybe you just need to sand it down, put a little oil on it. See, don't take it from me because I don't know exactly what I'm saying here, but I'm just saying maybe it doesn't have to be paint. Maybe you just want to touch it up a little bit in that way. And then it looks like, you know, new life has been breathed into it. Maybe you just need to drive some nails back into it or tighten those screws and bring it back to life. Maybe it needs a little reupholstering or something. And you want to do a little, what's that called? Bunting. And then you take the fabric, new fabric. Um, you just like pop it out of the chair and then you staple it with a staple gun on the underside. I mean, no, like I watch these home reno shows. Maybe I'll try that one time. I don't know. We'll see. We shall see because the idea again is keeping it simple, not overthinking it. If something is on its way out, what's the harm in just trying to bring it back to life? Maybe it might become one of your favorite items in your house. And if you hadn't tried, you never would have known. Who knows? This could end up even being a family heirloom that stays in your family forever. So don't discount the stuff that you've already got. Don't discount you know, the color of your walls, maybe you've already gotten something good going on and it just needs a little touch up or a refresh, but be bold, be brave, be fearless. Absolutely. Try a fresh coat of paint on some of your furniture items, your walls, any kind of thing that you can think of like decor, a floor, who knew? 
Uh, and I'll keep you posted again, like I said, on how the dining room table goes. So you guys let me know if you're working on a project. I would love to get inspired by some of the things that you are doing. Thank you so much for listening here today and go paint something. I'm going to do it too. I'll talk to you next week. Come back. We're going to talk about more things we did in my parents' home over the summer. I'm so excited. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing. Oh,